The following program contains mature themes that may offend you and challenge you. As a result, you may paint an innumerable amount of Bristol boards, piss, and exhale fire, call for the host to be disemboweled in the village square, push for suppression, compelled speech, and an infinite number of deplatformings. Other listeners may experience the urge to laugh as we all hurl towards Armageddon, tolerate diversity of thought, control their childlike emotional impulses, stop taking everyone and everything so seriously. But either way, listener discretion is advised. This is Unmentionable, an unhealthy dose of realism with your host, Jordan Power. Welcome to another week of Unmentionable Podcast. Recorded mere days after an epic party at my house. Just 25 people right on the nose. There was not one extra. Now, here's the funny thing about this party. When I invited straight people, the reaction was like, oh, that'd be great. Like, I, w- I haven't been to a party in a long time. Like, I would love to go to a party. Like, <laughs> I'm fully vaccinated. Like, is it going to be safe? Like, okay, how many people? Blah, blah. Okay, that's the straight people. The gays who have been exchanging fluids for the better part of, like, 16 months straight. <laughs> We're literally all like, yeah, I'll be there. What time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, just didn't care. Just didn't care. There they were, don't stop the gays. There were literally only three three straight people in a party, and yeah. one of them's hundred percent closeted. <laughs> I know you're talking 100%. about. I don't even think so. I've heard that. I don't even think so. Really? He's probably listening to this right now. <laughs> He's not. He's not. People are like, it's so funny to me. They're like, yeah, you're friends with him and it's straight. I'm like, I'm friends with Shivy and he's straight. I'm by curious, straight. but straight. <laughs> straight for the show. Straight for the branding of the show. Yes. My friend said the funniest thing about the show, and I never even thought about this. It's very high level. He's like, the best thing about your show is that like you're the gay guy and Shivy's the straight guy, except you're both like reverse gender roles. Like I'm the more like Lily said yeah, about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, I think did, that too, did she yeah. tell you what she said about no or, but I, I understand what you're saying yeah she's like she yeah. said that I'm just a, a very like a a dude yeah the most like duty masculine yeah. dude I don't think I'm thinking I'm the most masculine I like fucking wear bronzer but like <laughs> Bingo, thanks, and we're singing yeah look at me now I'm like let me tell you let me teach you about masculinity bro <laughs> anyways but like said i'm traditionally masculine like i'm aggressive i'm confident blah 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 and then it's like you're the more passive person on the show who also is more into fashion than me and like has a softer approach but you like sometimes this show is so progressive (laughs) when i think of this show i think of progressive liberalism that's all this show is Guys, you don't. We don't do progressive liberalism like you guys do on your Instagram. We do like it's like performance art. Yeah, like like we came up with this whole thing in the beginning. Like we're trying to break down gender roles. Do you understand what this show's about? Sometimes we talk about the border and guns. We get a little conservative, like today's guest. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Now those of you that liked our three weeks in a row of left wing guests on the show, um, some of them quite left. We changed it up. We got to cleanse the palate because yeah. we got to give, we got to appease the conservative, moderate types, or even just kind of like the libertarian types. Yeah. So Mike Harlow is coming up on the show. He's a political, let's say, pundit commentator, 
kind of comedian personality was at the front uh, or at the helm of the walk away movement with other LGBT people that are Republican, like Blair White, uh, Brandon, St- I don't even know what his name is. But anyways, there's a bunch of those people. And the idea is like they want to get them to walk away from the left. So he did vote for Trump. That is our second Trump yeah. voting guest yes. on the show. So we're keeping it balanced for you. That's what it is. <laughs> we're keeping it balanced. We got to give the people what they need. Yeah, some people yeah. just tune in the show to like, I don't know, see if you and I start making out or something. <laughs> and we will do that on the show. Speaking of making out. See, I told you we can't put it in the political section. Yeah. Okay, speaking of making out. my Brian Sloan. Oh, my God. The love of my that. life. Yes. You know, Brian Sloan is the type for me anti-authority like he's just anti-authority free thinking entrepreneur i love that i find that very sexy (laughs) so he sent a auto blow two auto blows to the show now first what happened was shivy didn't put my goddamn name on the box there was a whole ordeal that involved with me leaving my place twice you know i don't like to leave my apartment so i had to leave twice (laughs) so we get the auto blows we have them out at the party we put them on the table my trainer who is uh, mentally unstable and very abusive <laughs> to me. <laughs> because I grew up in similar environments with my father, I gravitate right back. Those it's old habits die hard. I was like, tell me I'm a piece of shit because I ate cheddar cheese. <laughs> Please. Sure, you yelled at me for two minutes about fucking eating cheddar cheese. So he's a maniac. So I try to like stay away from him because he might attack me. And so I had to give him the auto blow. So I gave him the one auto blow. He yelled at me today. Yelled at me. Oh, my God. The $200 really? free auto blow I gave to him. It yelled at me because his dick didn't fit. And then I told Shivy this. And Shivy, who went home and also tried the auto blow, yes. had a similar feedback. And I thought they were trying to troll me as if to say, like, our dicks are so fucking big. You're like, don't fit the regular auto blow. <laughs> no. I thought that's what you were doing. And I was like, you're both so stupid. And also, I've seen my trainer's dick in, like, pants and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think it's that big. So go ahead. So this is what happened the first time I tried it. I didn't know it, you had to put lube in. Oh, by the way, the auto blow is a machine that gives you a blowjob. We blow should job. give yeah, you that yeah, context. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Context? I don't know. Explanation? <laughs> Go ahead. So uh, I, I was like, okay, let's try it. And my girlfriend was on a video call with me. So she was like, okay, I want to see how it happens because I've never used a sex toy for, for a man before, right? right. Or, or a female, whatever. Like, I've never used sure. sex toys. But so I, I try to put my dick in. I'm like, it's not going in. Is it like, am I too hard for it? Or like, am I hold not on? Too do you hard? put your dick in first and then press play? So it, first of all, I was like, okay, let me turn it on and then I'll do it. And but but really fast, I realized that can't happen because the machines like in work. Uh, so I t- <laughs> t- turned it off and I tried to put it in and it it wouldn't go in. So I was like. Okay, you know what? Let me think of something gross so I don't fucking get hard. And this was my initial thought. L- let me make sure my dick's like soft and then I can just like squeeze it in and then like, like fold it up because yeah, the hole is very tiny. Boy, it's like a gerbil trying to, you know, they say a gerbil <laughs> can get through like a penny of like moving that. Yeah. That's it, like it's that. Not that. It's not that tiny, but it's, it's a like tiny little, a little gerbil. Bit bigger, bigger than a penny hole. But then I was like, okay, let me fold it. But then that didn't happen either. So I was like, and then she said, you, don't you have to lube it? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a And you have to get an dog. erection. Yes. Yes. So I got I have erection. a flashlight, and I know you need an erection yeah, yeah, for yeah. it. And I got an erection. I put, put some hand lotion and stuff on my dick. I was like, okay, I only have this for now. 
and then I put and I put it in, and then I tried to like go into it, and it wasn't like first time I tried it, it wasn't that good. Honestly, it was just. What like, level did you have it at? Oh, I tried all the levels. I tried okay maximum level. By to the, the way, maximum. ladies, you're getting replaced. Yeah. This is the first step. <laughs> you better get that pussy hat on and start marching. Yeah. So they shut this down. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, but <laughs> I'm just saying. So the the first time, it, nothing like big happened, right? And it was like it was. I was just doing it, doing it like it was nothing. Like I couldn't feel a lot of it. So I was like, "Fuck it!" I took it out. It just masturbated, and then I, it just finished, right? But the second day when there was no one, I turned all the lights off. I tried it again. Mm. I had my favorite porn star and like stuff. And like, I had like everything like set. I had a candle on and like, you know, everything, like all the mood set. Then I did it and I, dude, I'm not even fucking kidding you. Brian Winsman paid him to say this, by the way. Brian, oh my God, you're the man. Like, I don't know what he created. Okay. And also I figured out the longer the dick you have, the better you will feel because the machine has like, different settings on every part of the dick. So if you have like a- God, what another fuck you to small dicks people. Like, (laughs) and the machine doesn't work on you. People are going to dump you without notice (laughs) and the machine doesn't work on you. (laughs) But it did work. And then the second day, dude, it was like, I I have now kept it only for like special occasions because like I don't want that feeling every day. Oh, you don't want to be addicted to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because it's like fucking amazing. Is it warm? no, not really. But, See, this is but, my issue. It yeah. should be warm and wet. It, it could be wet if you have like lots of lube, so you could just. So that's uh, what. We're gonna, so today, just remind me, like, I have to buy some lube. <laughs> Why do I have to remind you that? Oh, wait, no, I, like I'm telling myself. Also, through the podcast when I'm gonna be editing it. I'm I have on. a really good kind, but it just fucks up your sheets. But for me, it's been worth it because there's nothing worse than applying in the middle of the act. Yeah. It's just awkward. Yeah. The yeah. water-based shit, that shit evaporates in like 30 seconds. Yeah. And then you're just like doing it again. Dude, I was just like literally, okay, this is the grossest thing I'll say on the show. <laughs> but oh, don't, don't say that because <laughs> I've said that many times and then I'm like, God, it's a new bottom for me. I'm even more disgusting. No, while I was doing it, I was like, oh, I don't, like, I, like second day, okay. I was like, initially when I was not feeling stuff, I was like, let me just like spit in it and try again. So I spat on my dick and this and the spit just like rolled down into the machine and I and then it was like fucking amazing. Like what happened? Well, that's what I said to my trainer yeah. when he left with it. I looked him right in the eyes. I said, just don't come in it. Yeah. Because like Aren't I want to use it, it back. He told me he was like screaming about it today. Like I gave him like a swastika. <laughs> like I was like, dude, you wanted it. You literally stole it aggressively from my party. And I think it's because, I, I don't know if he's going to like, he's got that Syrian post-traumatic stress. <laughs> that shit will turn on you. He's going to punch me in the face. Also, you wanted him to try it out in front of everybody. You were like, oh, he's going to take his dick out and do it. And I was like, he won't do it. And he's like, no, no, let me like just go. And then he just took it. He's like, oh, I'm taking it home. And then John was like, are you going to pick it up? Pick like a whole blowjob machine and just walk to your house? He goes, yeah, so what? It was so funny. Yeah, like, he's super aggressive. <laughs> he's super aggressive. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm like, it's a lot. Like, when when he yelled at me the one day about eating cheese, like, yeah. I, like, looked at him. I was like, you have mental problems. <laughs> like, you know, like, he just snapped on yeah. me. And I think it's because trainers see your body as their work. Yeah. Right? It's like, you put so much effort into the show, so, like, to see your art. So it's like, then you become their art right. and they like show you off. Like he was doing at the party. He's like, this is Jordan, blah, blah, blah. You know? And I kept telling people I was 400 pounds before I met him. I was like, I was like, they would have to wheel me out of my house. Like I couldn't even <laughs> walk before I met him. And the one guy's like, wow, you've come a long way. <laughs> 
What a fucking idiot. Oh my god, I can believe that one. <laughs> I couldn't even breathe. I had two sleep apnea machines in my mouth every night. It's just like <laughs> oh, Man, anyway, okay. What a party, Jordan. What it was a great party. party. It was a lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work. And I'm going back to San Diego. Okay, pull up pull up the grinder thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just bought a ticket go. to San Diego again. Because I just was like, it's so cheap. It wasn't even that expensive. Yeah. It was $390 for a plane yeah. ticket. Oh, can we uh, plug uh, ABLE? That's the code if anyone wants to buy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you Guys. really are. Were you a mole for it, Brian? <laughs> no, it was amazing, Brian. Uh, thank you so much for the free freebies. And the code, if you guys want to go buy it, it's uh, ABLE. That's the code for 10% off on autoblow.com, I think. That's it. Okay, let's move on. Or you could just get a blowjob from a human because at some point it's just sad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is sad. <laughs> There's a sadness in to India, it. So like, it's like totally not sad for me. I'm like, I God, how it. fucking dystopian. You just like have her on FaceTime. And you're just like, bang, this thing looks like a Dyson. Yeah. <laughs> so I get this message on Grindr the other day and it's the, the profile. I sent it to Shivy just for a laugh. <laughs> the username is shower, shower question mark, uh, 4,700 feet away from me. And it just says, plumbing <laughs> issues, need a hot shower, LOL, sorry, it's not sexual, just seeing if anyone can share. Oh, okay. See, now, this is sad. Now, let's investigate <laughs> this. <laughs> because I have a lot of questions. And no picture. No picture, everybody. Of course. Yeah. I mean, whatever. They're trying to you know, get away from the police. <laughs> so, it's like... If the person was homeless and was like, I need a hot shower, blah, blah, blah. It was like, okay. Like, it's like, it's like, I can understand that. Like, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's kind of weird that the first thing they did was get an iPhone and go on Grindr <laughs> rather than turn to the government. But I get it. Okay. So it's like shower. But then it just says plumbing issues need a hot shower. So like, is this someone who lives in an apartment or a house or whatever? Yeah, yeah. The plumbing went out, and the first thing they did to figure out a shower is not message like friends and family. Make a grinder profile. <laughs> go on. A place where everyone's trying to fuck. Say it's not sexual. It's not sexual. Yeah, I just good. need to get naked in your house. <laughs> and then just says, just seeing if anyone can share. Man, I would pay a lot of money to see those replies. I would see, uh, like, you know, because let me tell you when you do this, the creepiest fucking person is going to invite you over. Yeah. Like, you, you're you like, oh, oh, a stranger will just let me into their house, take a shower. It's like, yeah, with cameras in this shampoo bottle. That's the person that's going to let you in. I don't oh, get wow. it. The plumbing's out. Just, oh, oh go and grinder and see if anyone has a shower. So when's he coming to your house? So I gave him a shower with Bruce. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I just stood, dude, I just stood on the corner of this. Oh, no. I'm it's sorry. Going down. We've only got one of these. <laughs> we only got one of these. <laughs> I have to bring in Johnny. <laughs> okay. Uh, the I, I don't. I, I just was standing on the corner just going like, this makes no fucking yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all. Like, don't you have a friend? So you would have to not have a friend. You would literally have to have zero friends yeah, that you could turn this. to. And you're going to just rely on going on Grindr and not getting murdered. <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> it's so fucking bizarre. Anyway. Okay, let's pull up the head shaving story before we get to Mike There Harlow. we go. Have it ready. 
Okay. <laughs> now I know I'm getting a little repetitive with the themes, according to Saeed on the show. Yes. <laughs> okay. But, like, I can't be alone <laughs> in how weird the stories are getting. Do we search? Do we seek them out and amplify them on this show? Absolutely. Yes. I would like to be very clear. <laughs> we are a part of the cycle of abuse <laughs> on this show. But this headline is, Utah woman loses hair, dignity, confidence in phone scam convincing her to shave head. And there's a photo of someone who looks like they're in stage three cancer treatment. <laughs> And then photos on the right are what she used to look like. Very fashionable, whatever. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Okay. Megan Randolph is mad and devastated. And in her own words, her confidence has been rocked. Randolph, a model from Layton, Utah, is the victim of a scam. Guys, we've talked previously on the show about people who say they're victims of scams. They're victims of their own stupidity. Okay? Let's be clear. Some people follow for scams because, like, you know, elderly people or like people from, I would say, first generation immigrants yeah. don't really speak oh, English. Yeah. But like, it. hear me out on this story. But the scam artist wasn't after her money so much as her dignity and her hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't left the house. I don't plan on leaving the house until I can figure out something out. And I know that sounds silly. The now completely bald Randolph said. It started with a text message from a stranger. And Randolph told KUTV she just doesn't give her phone number out to strangers. But this one already knew her name, and Ashley said she had been referred to her. Before the conversation... I can't even read this. I'm going to laugh. Before... I mean, this, this is the craziest sentence I think I've ever read on the show. Ready? Before the conversation was over, Randolph had been convinced to shave her head down to her skin and her eyebrows. Oh my god. In exchange for a couple of thousand bucks. Oh my god. Before the conversation was over. That's what it says. That's the funniest part. Like within mere minutes, she took all the hair off her face because a stranger named Ashley texted her. And then she says, I was a little hesitant at first, she said. It helped the scammer's cause that Randolph hadn't been able to work consistently since she was in a car crash in late 2020. Even a few hundred, certainly a couple of thousand dollars would help. The money never came and the person misrepresenting herself as agent of Redken Beauty and hair products vanished along with the phone number that is now out of service. The fuck? All Randall has to show for her troubles are photos and videos of the self-haircut process. Oh, my God. She knows some members of the public may be cruel to her, like Jordan Power, comedian in Toronto. <laughs> about falling victim, again, falling victim. We talk about victimhood on this show. Falling victim to a scam and for shaving her head. But she wants to get the word out and doesn't want others to fall prey to the same trick. So anyone listening... She's worried about you. If you get a random text from a person <laughs> who tells you that th with no proof that they're going to give you thousands of dollars on behalf of Redkin, if you just shave all your hair off, I just want, I'm, we've done this, this show PSA, as like guys. a PSA. Yes, like we're PSA, worried yeah. about you. <laughs> now, Redkin apparently in this story is, you know, they're like a beauty supply, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Normally, they want to show off hair, like hair shows yeah. and stuff like that. Show off our products, use our products on YouTube to like like sculpt your hair, volumizing, you know, all this different yeah, stuff. Yeah. But in this unique situation, 
they wanted her to just go full cancer patient to somehow pr- promote their styling products oh on hair that she wouldn't even have to use said products. Okay? So that alone, not even the like stranger text is goddamn hilarious. Hi, I'm calling from Redkin. We're doing a marketing campaign where you can get up to $2,000 if you just go into your washroom and just shave all the hair off your head, including your eyebrows. eyebrows yeah. <laughs> Next question. What's that for? Is that a marketing campaign? Who are you? How did you get this number? Why am I shaving all my hair off? Okay. And then she just went, okay. I'll do it. And did it. Oh, my God. Now, ready? This is the part that they try to defend her because God bless the person who wrote this article. Randolph and her husband tried to verify that her husband, her poor (laughs) husband, he's like, babe, what are you doing in there? (laughs) I'm making $3,000. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is like heart wrenching. I hope that car accident she was in, that there's some mental thing that happened to explain this. Otherwise, this is a fully functional person, just like. Their brain is something's off with your brain or just really trusting of people. Randolph and her husband tried to verify the number and it showed it was indeed registered to Redkin, probably a phone trick used to mimic numbers for caller ID. He also called it to hear a voicemail service that despite how skeptical he was, was convincing. Part of trick was that part of the trick was that Redkin does have a series of online media campaigns about how to handle hair at home. So a home haircut didn't see. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. None of those campaigns like teaching you how to style your bangs and shit like that none of those are like then shave it all off yeah once it looks beautiful and you've set it for you come home from the prom just shave it all (laughs) off when randolph found out online seemed what randolph found online seemed to confirm the information provided by the scammer ashley also promised more money paid for more hair taken wow and (laughs) since Oh, my God. And since Randolph says she can't draw a straight line, something complicated like a bowl cut wasn't even an option. Oh, my. Oh, my God. She looks like a Sinead (laughs) O'Connor. That's who she looks like. Bro. Then instead of a short buzz because of a misunderstanding that didn't allow Ashley to use the buzz cut videos Randolph made for promotions, she was urged to take her hair all the way to skin for thousands instead of hundreds of dollars. She can't imagine people be, anyone being that heartless to another person. They don't understand the hit that somebody takes. Oh, we can see it. <laughs> the hit that you took. They abused me. They used me. And they're just throwing it away. It's I'm going to be blunt. blunt. It's something like a digital rape. Well, let's... Okay, just st- stop throwing words. Ladies, I think sometimes we got to have a little agency here. Yeah. <laughs> I, would not, I would not draw an equivalency with rape. In the meantime, she's wearing a beanie on her completely bald head, even at home. I want other... I just want people to be careful. If it sounds too good to be true, go with your gut, she said. Warning others not to fall victim to cruel lies. Randolph reached out to a Utah modeling Facebook group and got support and offers for photo sessions. She concerned that others might take the result harder than she did. I want other women to be aware that this can happen. It was a total, complete betrayal of trust. Oh, my God, dude. It's fucked up. It's also because a lot of freelancers like her, like influencers and stuff, all these brands, like, first of all, nobody reaches out. And then once they do, they're like, oh, we'll pay you shit money to do this shit thing and they're like okay they would take pennies for like fucking 
whatever. And then if someone's paying you $1,000, like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to share. It's that. just like, it's like you get a random text. Yeah. You don't know who it is. Yeah. But it's always random because, like, brands reaching out to How you. How would they get your number? It's usually a DM if you're going to get a Probably someone, thing. like, took revenge from her for something. Or I like just, just can't. Jealousy. I can't. At no point she had any pause. At no point she had any pause to just think, like. Yeah. Like. Wait, maybe I should ask more questions, or like yeah. even I should ask or, my husband. Yeah, I even get like some, consult like, someone else. Yeah, like imagine not you called me and told me this. I would be, I would, I would question why I hired you. Mm. Like I would <laughs> question your level of intelligence. <laughs> like I'd be like, I come tomorrow with my head shaved. I'm like, John, I was promised like two thousand dollars for this. Shivy, I was just kidding. <laughs> Hi, we're contacting you from Redkin. So we're going to do like a cute like video where like instead of like, you know, like styling your hair and like teasing it and using that volumizing stuff, yeah. you're actually just going to shave it all off. <laughs> just shave it all off. Like where do I, how do I use the products to style? Oh, we got like a shining thing for your bald head. <laughs> and she fell for it. It's just so fucked up. Uh, oh, we're sorry. We're just a wig company here. Take this now. <laughs> it's like the scammers aren't even getting creative anymore. Yeah. They're actually getting more ridiculous, but it seems people are like need less to be. Because yeah. back, like, you know, when you get a random little thing on your computer being like, so like, you know, those like fake phishing emails, what'll be like. You know, because it, 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 it easy fix on that <laughs> you, if you, you get one of those is just check the rep the email address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's like your Netflix password has been blah 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 blah. Some people fall for those, but like all you have to do is just check the the thing. Yeah, address. <laughs> she's probably falling for those too. She probably falls she, for every scam. She, she's the girl who, who falls for single women in your area. <laughs> Things she, she where are all the single men in my area or something like that. <laughs> Her husband's probably like, you're always falling for scams. Remember last year when you dyed your asshole hair purple? So you got that random text from your uncle? <laughs> uncle Carl. I'll give you $2,000 if you just dye your asshole hair. She, she's He's like, like, one more scam and I'm divorcing you. I've realized I've married a moron. <laughs> She's the person who sends a thousand dollars to Nigerian princes. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> She's he's they can get her to do anything. Let's follow up on her in about a year. See who see who else yeah. scammed her. Remember when you cut your vagina oh. lips off because the Nigerian prince needed it? <laughs> and then I sent this to Shivy. This is just the headline. Women sues her gynecologist of nine years after discovering she's his biological yeah. daughter. <laughs> you gotta read more on okay, this. Okay, do I? This is fucked up. A woman 35 filed a lawsuit against Dr. Morris Wartman of Rochester, New York. There goes your SEO, Dr. Morris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime anyone Googles you forever, you're done. <laughs> Wartman was a Wartman. It's also like a creepy name. Yeah. So it's like like warts. Sounds like Wart, the Wartman. Like he's covered in warts. <laughs> <laughs> he was accused of using his sperm. Oh my god, his sperm to impregnate multiple, multiple. patients. Yeah. The woman allegedly discovered Wartman was her biological father after a DNA gene genealogy test. A woman filed a lawsuit against a New York-based fertility doctor. <laughs> it's probably the one involved with the uh, sperminator. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's by the books. Let's be real. Uh, claiming he's her biological father and used his own sperm to impregnate patients without their consent. I thought it was going to say impregnate her, Shiv. And I was going to say, just shut the show down. It's, it's, that was my limit. According to the Associated Press, the 35-year-old woman accused Dr. Morris Wortman at 
and his Rochester Clinic, the Center for Menstrual Disorders of Medical Malpractice, Battery, Infliction of Emotional Distress, Negligence, Fraud, and Lack of Informed Consent. The plaintiff wrote in the lawsuit that she's the daughter of a woman who received fertility treatments from Wartman in the 1980s, AB reported. The lawsuit said the plaintiff knew she was born in 1985 through artificial insemination and that Wartman was revered by her family for helping her mother conceive. Wartman allegedly told the family that a sperm donor had been a medical student from the University of Rochester, but the plaintiff questioned Wartman's claim after taking a DNA genealogy test in 2016. AP reported that the woman discovered at least nine half-siblings were also children of the sperm donor. So what's he doing? Like, the guys are coming with the cup, and he just fucking throws it over his shoulder, and he just pulls another one out that he has ready? Because here's the here's yeah, this yeah, is yeah. why this is crazy. People live such interesting lives, besides me. Yeah, we know mine's interesting. Okay, so you would have to have the sperm ready. So, for example, if you're in there and you're like, okay, we're going to inseminate you, the husband leaves, right? Does he not give you the sample, and then you have to, like, put it in the woman within a period of time? I probably think they can refrigerate it and all that, but, like, does he also need a fresh load of his ready for the switcheroo? <laughs> and how many <laughs> fresh loads does he have in one of those bar fridges under his desk? Let's be real. Like, you know, he's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she comes in, she's like, we need the sample. He's like, oh, I just keep it in my bar fridge. She's <laughs> no, like, no. you keep John Evans' sperm sample <laughs> in your bar fridge? He's like, yeah, with my kombucha. She's like, okay, that's a little weird. I'll take it. And then he hands her a bottle that says not John Evans on it. And she fucking goes and puts it in. Like, ha is he jerking off all day in his office and just filling them up as, like, he's got to have backups ready? This is, I mean, the, the amount of work to be a creep is, like, a lot. And it's not that crazy what I'm saying. I'm just trying to logically walk through this. Fuck, this episode's long as fuck. You're welcome. Pay for the Patreon. Wartman allegedly told the family the sperm donor had been a medical student. Oh, I already wrote that. Go down. It's done. Done. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, there's more. Uh, so, uh, but then what's the point where she's, the lawsuit alleges that Warman said, you're a really good kid, such a good kid. Oh, dear God. While tending to the plaintiff during an April appointment. Oh, no. You're a good kid. Really good kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Her husband comes. Oh, here's the sample. He goes, oops. <laughs> oh, this was the one, right? She's like, this is an entirely <laughs> different bottle. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even good at this anymore. <laughs> you know, one of those nurses has seen a couple switcheroos. She's been keeping her mouth shut because yeah. you sent her to fucking St. Lucia. <laughs> you know, that's happened once. She's like, I saw you switch the sperm. <laughs> All the kids look like him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Think about that. <laughs> God, this is like deeply sick. Just so then he became her gynecologist one day is that the, the point no i think he was the gynecologist from the very beginning oh. and that's why he had the so it's his resources to like oh my do that god. my god that's he, he wants to be the next ari nagel <laughs> that guy has 100 kids now like 100 plus now like when we interviewed him he was at 92 i mean can the state get involved at this point <laughs> <laughs> can we shut this down <laughs> I mean, I like Way Ari, too far but like, ahead now. <laughs> I'm not. I don't love regulation. We've talked about this on this show. But like, I, I think at this point, we little nanny state on, on Ari. <laughs> One man should not be to just have over a hundred kids yeah. run around this planet. We're already overpopulated as fuck. <laughs> Fucking Ari. 
Oh, so her dad's seen her vagina. That's basically it. Yeah. What is this text I just got from someone? Okay, anyways, let's get to the guest. Mike Harlow is a bad, bad person. No, I'm just kidding. I love him. Yeah. Um, Mike's uh, a good guy. He's uh, uh, He voted for Trump in what, 2020-2016. used to be a liberal. He's been red-pilled to a degree, so now he goes around trying to convince liberals to move to the Republican Party. And he's been kicked off Instagram, I think, three times. Yeah. Twitter, four. I don't even know why he keeps going back. It's like an abusive relationship <laughs> at this point. Like, it's just, it's you know, but I guess yeah. it's like you need these things. Anyways, really interesting. We talked about a lot of different things. And uh, we'll put his information in the show notes. Again, his social media, by the time you click it, might, might already be gone. But if you want to <laughs> <laughs> check True. out him, check him out. And he's a YouTube, I think. He, not Mark, not Mike Harlow on Twitter. Twitter. Harlow is H A R L O W E. Yeah, and yeah. Mike uh, underscore back it up on Instagram. That's right, baby. All right, enjoy. We're here with Mike Harlow, who we're trying to keep up with your bannings. Mike, give us the uh, give us the timeline of you being banned from social media. Start with Twitter. All right, so I, th- I, you know, I'm kind of proud of it. I think I have the record for the most banned person ever on Twitter. Uh, I like kind of fought them and I beat them like three times, I think. And then they kept they like permanently banned me again. Um, and then they permanently banned me a fourth time, and I just couldn't. What was the get initial ban about? What was the first one? I think I sarcastic. I was like defending someone, so I sarcastically said, "Oh, burn the witch." Because all these like blue check marks were going after some woman, um, so that was inciting violence. <laughs> right, because there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of witches around. Stuck. It's like Salem witch trials yeah. time right now. There's a lot of witches everywhere. Um, the one that stuck was literally like me defending J.K. Rowling, and that was like final straw for them. What oh did you say? God. Just, just. Well, you know, what's so funny under her tweet, there were so many trans people on her side. That's what I was laughing about. I know, but they don't count. That was, you know. Listen to trans voices, not those trans voices. Right, Listen of course. Listen to black people, not these black people. Like, they're just so full of shit. I know. So what? how does it, do you have any insight on how it works? Is there someone at these places that, like, someone flags you and then some 23-year-old Marxist is the one that basically kicks you off? Yeah, so I, th- I feel like, because now I'm permanently banned from Instagram, so, like, I feel like there's got to be, like, some bitchy little gay guy in fucking middle management that just hates me. And I'm on a, I'm on like I'm on a list. Why do they what what do they okay, so so the background on Mike, we'll talk about him a bit in the intro, but like used to be a liberal and now you're one of the fun kids, I guess. Cause like it seems like <laughs> exactly. when I was looking at your photos, I was like, this is uh like you're very like counterculture is what you remind me. And in the nineties, the liberals were just like the bad kids. Like they said like, fuck you, you're not gonna tell me how to live. And now the, it seems like the liberals are like the authoritarian nexus between big pharma kind of ushering that in in the security state and then you have these like now they're like fuck you you better live exactly how they tell you yeah and then there's like uh, the funniest some of the funniest people are like kind of conservatives now (laughs) who used to be uptight because uh yeah like and i feel like if this were any other time like we wouldn't even really be considered conservative it's just because everything else is so crazy far left that like to them we're far right 
like anything an inch of inch to the right of Karl Marx is far right to them. But it's funny because a lot of the positions that you hold, I think we have this artificial view of society because these far left people are at the helm of these media companies. But then you look at like polling and like 80% of people don't want to defund the police. Or like I saw one the other day, it was like 80% of the population isn't uh, doesn't agree with trans women coming into female sports. And it's like it's artificially... Uh, this artificial reality where like 20% of the population is kind of driving certain narratives, but then the general population, I don't know if they've just been scared into submission. They just don't want to speak up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that this psychotic 20% has the rest of us by the balls. Like they're just allowed to do whatever they want. And they're it, what's even worse than them is like, uh, it's more what the, people talk about. Oh, cancel culture. What's worse is the coward culture. Everyone who just gives them, free reign to do whatever they want and makes it seem like they're the majority when they're not. Is it annoy you also that conservatives also try to control people too? Oh, they are such, they are such damn cowards. Like they don't do anything, please. I'm just waiting for conservatives any day now to maybe try and fight back maybe do something. I don't know what more needs to happen. I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know, God, I can't think of one single Republican who to this day even will speak up against masks. Well, it's, yeah, it's funny. Well, they just look at the polling. It's funny because I always say on this show, there's at this point, there's very little difference between the parties. Therefore, there's very little difference between certain people's political opinions when you actually get them to chat because it's like they're yeah. both pro-Fed Reserve. They're both pro-military. <laughs> they're both pro-security state. They're both pro like corporatism. It seems like the main issues now mm -hmm. where the Republicans are like kind of taking over is like, tech censorship and then there's just that main battle of covid on the left and right they don't even do anything about tech censorship that's though. true <laughs> they're useless it's like no i was thinking that i'm like why do these people exist like why do we even have a republican party because if they're not going to do anything if they're not going to fight for our liberties now of all times then i don't know when they will so how did the and left I'm saying this like i'm a republican and i think everyone should vote republican i mean i don't even know if it matters at this point but they're definitely the l less awful party, I guess. But how did the left? God, uh, how did the left lose you? Because you used to be a liberal. God, I think for me, I think it's sort of like I guess life experience that sort of brings you to the facts of like reexamining shit and looking into because so many of their things they're just basically like all of the left's talking points and stuff they're basically like creation myths they're all myths so whenever you look into the, right. the wage gap the anything like as soon as you do some actual research it, it, none of it's true it's just built on a foundation of lies and so i think it's sort of like it's like an old christmas sweater like you pull on one loose thread and the whole thing falls apart right so then so then one so day you were like, how, is it trump that kind of brought you to the right more no, I actually hated him in, like, 26. I didn't vote for him the first time. Mm. Um, no, I think it's, like, how crazy politically correct everyone had gotten that, like, suddenly every single day I was some sort of ist or ism or phobic or sudden – like, I'd never been called these names in my life. And every day, oh, that's racist, that's sexist. Like, you couldn't go through a day without being called one of these things. Is this um, just a New York thing? Especially, I, like – 
I mean, I think it's kind of, I mean, it's probably worse here because, you know, it's literally like the People's Republic of New York at this point. But, um, yeah, it's probably worse here. But, God, and gay people here are just fucking insufferable. So, okay, so this is what I want to talk to you about because I find it so funny because, like, I, I think all these labels are so silly anyways because most people are just, like, a sum of their experiences. Like, I'm pretty far left on a, a bunch of issues. And then I find a lot of the, like, crazy gender ideology shit absolutely whack. So, like, then I guess yeah. I could be a conservative there. But I, I, I do know that, like, the some of the worst incidents of, like, canceling people, not allowing wrong think, all that stuff is in the LGBT community. So, like, what's it been like being a gay Republican? Like, what kind of feedback do you get from your fellow LGBT? Oh, yeah, they, they love me. We're, like, best friends. <laughs> no, I mean, I will say I, I never really in fairness, I never really liked them that much beforehand when I was a liberal. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like people are just fed this lie of like, oh, rainbows and pride and sunshine and all that. So I don't know for me, my entire life, even when I was a liberal, I just could never get along with these people. <laughs> they were so kind of insufferable and judgmental and just always seemed to have a stick up their ass. Um, but in the past, I didn't kind of know that that was, Oh, like, that's the thing too. To this day, I don't really know if it's like, are, do they have these like ridiculous antisocial behaviors because they're liberals or are they liberals because of their antisocial behaviors? Well, I think the mental, the the mental illness lives on the fringes, usually alt right. And then far left is where the mental like yeah so there is a lot of studies that, like far left personalities are very high in mental illness and a lot of them live with their parents so some of that stuff is <laughs> no it is like backed up by stats like i was reading an <laughs> no, article I know. Right? like it's it's a I certain type of person and like you can't the problem with they're trying to get through to people like all of us who like once you start like earning a salary and like moving up in the world like you're not going to sign up for marxism so it's like they're hitting a wall and trying to like shove these things through and like the average person is just kind of like yeah that's not going to work for me and so I feel like I think that's what really pushed me away from like LGBT like leadership and these organizations. It really was just the flattening of the culture. It was just Marxism. It was just we don't want any classes in society. And I was like, I thought we're fighting for gay rights. Like, why is this something else now? First of all, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like people who are still concerned about like gay rights in 2021, right. I, it's like people watching titanic 10 years after the movie came out like all right come on let's move on already like i just don't think it's that big of a deal at this point in this country um but i mean if you think about it these alphabet groups like it's a multi-billion dollar industry so it really is just their business model that they need to find victimhood everywhere that as soon as things kind of you know as soon as the book was basically closed on gay rights and okay we achieved it we're good now that couldn't be the end of it or they would all be out of business. So right. they had to keep finding victimhood. They had to, you know, bring about sort of trans mania. Um, and I think that that sort of allows them to cast a wider net. That's why they're so obsessed with all this gender stuff, because it allows like everybody has a gender. So it allows it puts them in every classroom in every bathroom and every it allows them to encroach in every aspect of your life. Oh, your toddler might be transgender. And then it comes along. I think the part of, that I don't like is when it comes along with a level of compelled speech. It's that because I came up mm. with X, Y, Z and you need to call me that or I'm going to go to HR. And that's where it gets a little it gets a little murky because it's like, listen, 
I would always call a trans person by their pronoun just because I don't want to be a dick and misgender them. But then now you have people that say, I'm a Zer, I'm a Z, and you must call me that. And you're like, what? I don't have to go along. I don't have to indulge all your different little things you've made up. (laughs) Like, for attention. I would say this is... It's like the war on reality. Like, these people are literally trying to remake reality itself in their image. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that's happening now with all the COVID hysteria, you can kind of see the beginnings of it with the trans stuff in terms of, like, the total corruption uh, of politics in medicine and science that, you know, just a couple years ago, you had doctors now for some reason allowing – two-year-olds and three-year-olds to transition and telling them, oh, yeah, you're totally transgender. Here, eat your hormones with your cereal. Um, and <laughs> look where it's gotten loops. us now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eat your Fruit Loops and your hormones. It reminds me of my mom used to put my medicine in my cheese. Oh. Like, she used to hide it in my cheese. You could, like, do that. I do that with my dog, too. <laughs> can... That's why you turned out to be gay. Yeah, exactly. Now you got it. Yeah, they turned you. <laughs> well, I think it's like you can only, like, I the other day I learned about nullifying surgery which is a surgery surgery for people who are non-binary i it's in san francisco you can look it up of course in san francisco and uh and you can uh be like a ken doll so you can if you have like a penis or a vagina they just move you to neutral (laughs) what's neutral neutral is just like flesh just nothing just not not how how do you be are you shitting me look it up i swear to god anyone listening obviously they leave a hole for peeing and stuff like that but it's like the people are like i'm not a man i'm not a woman and i was like is this real and i looked it up it's it's there's tons of places that are doing it and like liberal bastions like san francisco why would someone go through that holy shit i just don't at what point at what point is it mental illness because it's like it's all mental illness (laughs) (laughs) if you want to have like a kendall crush it's mental illness no and i was trying to be nice about it i was trying to be nice Listen, I think it's fucking No, crazy. I, I, I don't believe in being nice. You're sick in the head if you want that. This, this guy's banned already. Let him speak. Yeah, I love banned yeah. people. I, I, have, I only want to hang out with banned people because I'm like a bad, bad mouthy person. Yeah, so it's yeah. like I love people yeah. like that. Like Ann Coulter makes me laugh. I watch her videos. I'm like, she's funny, man. Yeah, she yeah. is like, obviously she's she's too isolationist for me. But like, man, she I, she um she was on Bill Maher and they were like, are you going to run for president? And she was like, uh, no, I'm against women working. Like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like she's so quick. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I want to talk about this. So so when you tell, do you put on dating apps that you're Republican? Like. Because I saw you were posting something on Twitter that, like, the feedback you're getting when you tell gay guys that you're Republican, they just, like, won't go on the date with you or, like, Look. like all kinds of shit. Or worse, they do and then just torture me and, like, <laughs> want to, like, they show up wanting to, like, get me and wanting to, like, debate me or some shit. And I'm, I could have told them, like, bitch, that's not going to go well for you. <laughs> no, then, they're just, then I just meet up with them and they're miserable. I don't know. I kind of, I don't directly i guess say it but i sort of hinted it kind of you know like i had my picture at the white house when i was there for the republican convention and so i don't do know you like only date conservative dudes or what do you do no that's the thing I, you're out of men you know, there's like 12 of them <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i've been through them already no there's 20 um, well 20 no, percent of uh, lgbt people voted for trump so that's one in five 30 
30. Oh, 30. wow. Oh, because he gained. I forgot he gained 10 points. It doubled. Wow. It doubled. Wow, that's it's, huge. It's almost one in three. Well, that's like exactly what you're talking about, that it, it, it's not an accurate picture of reality. How we're portrayed is that, you know, it's almost one in three LGBT Americans have voted for Trump, but they would make you think that it's some like crazy little tiny minority. So what's the case? What's the case for Trump? Because I... This is how I'll put it. I see why people would be drawn to Trump, but for me, he has too many non-negotiables to vote for, like for someone like that. But for you, what I know like you didn't what? vote for him the first. He's just unpolished, inarticulate. He's kind of a pig. <laughs> he just is kind of like True. he doesn't instill confidence. Um, he's he's immature, petulant. Uh, and then I just don't think – I don't think he really delivered on the things he said he was going to because I don't think you can really deliver on a lot of that stuff. Like to say I'm going to bring the jobs back when we live in a globalized world is like, no, because that will collapse the economy. We're addicted to cheap shit. Yeah. Well, I mean the economy was obviously much better before COVID with him in office. But um, the thing is like – I yeah, I was – very strong supporter of his in 2020 at this point i feel like i'm kind of and this is why I, they, like both sides fucking hate me i get shit from all of them because like, you're a free thinker god that's damn, the problem yeah god damn i do not want him to run again like i kind of in many ways blame him for a lot of stuff and i'm saying this as somebody who like I wish to God that he were president right now. Like how these like Trump derangement syndrome people feel about him is how I feel about Biden. Biden makes my skin crawl. Like I wish that Trump were president, but I also feel like, okay, I wish you were president and please do not run again because I'm sorry. We have to face back that like the communist takeover of America happened on his watch. The person who was elected to stop that. So what he, never, it, he never did anything to stand up against it. And even to this day, I mean, you know, I'm in New York, his hometown. He is not saying a word against what we have now with these mandates, the actual segregation of society. And he hasn't said a word against it. So at this point, no, I don't trust that he's somebody who's going to stand up. Well, they're all conning you urinate. to different different degrees, right? They're all just playing you to some degree. And obviously, like, he mm-hmm. still has to play the game. I think the initial appeal with him was that, like, he was just unvarnished and like we I think we had a real appetite in society for someone that just spoke their mind because we used to have people like that. We used to have like Howard Stern and Joan Rivers and like wild people that oh, would speak. I know I, know I love Joan Rivers. Fuck, I love Joan I Rivers. I love her so much. <laughs> She's like one of my favorite. Ever. Howard Stern is heartbreaking to me. Though, he sold out he too. He was like one of my. Oh, God. I mean, I already knew he sold out like when he was kissing Hillary Clinton's ass. But like, did you hear what he said the other day? No, about is it about the vaccinated or something? It's uh, yeah. He was like <laughs> something about like fuck your freedom, no one cares. Like they should just force it on people. Like that sucks. He was like my friggin' idol. Well, oh, eventually they just they want to leave a legacy, right? They just kind of want to. It's so. What are your thoughts on uh, Nicki Minaj getting red pilled? <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I. 
I couldn't care less about her before this, and now I'm like a Nicki Minaj super fan. Because <laughs> um, like I don't, I don't care. You know, now there are these like very appropriate people trying to come out and be like, oh well, that's terrible. You know, I can't stand these people who it's like these people on the right who it's like their biggest concern in life is to just seem so appropriate all the time. Like, shut up. Right, right. Um, no, I think it's a great thing. Like they're like, oh well, celebrities, should, whatever. But unfortunately, we live in a world where people do care a lot about celebrities and there are a lot of people that she has the capacity to wake up to this stuff and to question it so yeah i think she's awesome yeah and, she's... and the thing that she said i don't know if you heard that thing she said about um how like this is what happens in china and stuff like that but she gave like a very good description of exactly what's happening i was like it's kind of spot on well it's funny because you use the word i listen to you in another podcast you use the word red pill different than i use it i think some people use it as in like they've been they've gone from liberal to conservative I sort of see red pilled more like Matrix definition, where it's like, um, no, that's I agree. Yeah, like you get like uh, you figure out how the military industrial complex works and the FBI mm -hmm. and the CIA and like corporatism all around, and you kind of just wake up. I don't necessarily know if that makes you go left or right, though. I think it kind of breeds this like anti-establishment type, like a Glenn Greenwald who's kind of consistent in yeah. their principles and then just like, I've always been these things and this seems to be the party that's doing that right now. And then everyone will call yeah. him right wing. But I think a lot of people are naturally being red pilled just because I think they've lost faith in these credible institutions that have gaslit them through COVID like CDC, FDA, like you're like, Oh, this is bullshit. The WHO changes their position every week. And you start to see yeah. through the politics. And I think a lot of people are just very disillusioned. And then they go into like QAnon. <laughs> like they're trying to find answers. Right. Like, and they, like, I had people say things to me. They're like, uh, 5G and all these like wa wacky shit they're telling me about. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, these are just people that like they've been lied to for so long. So they just turned around yeah. and they were like, what else? Like, where else can I find some level of truth? And it's kind of like weird yeah. to see that. I see it happening with people I would have never thought they've like, totally 180 yeah i mean i don't know i think today the left kind of controls the matrix and republicans or the right are kind of just like the doormats that are there so yeah i definitely think that like being anti-authoritarian and waking up to this shit would just mean being anti-left even if you're not necessarily pro-right um because everything that the left pushes today, like I said, it's just based in myth. None of it is true. You know, I mean, they're acting like a disease with a 99.99% survival rate is the apocalypse. Yeah, because it's, well, I think traditionally they tolerate less risk. The left tolerates less risk. So that's kind of why. Yeah, I but I mean, now it's like. It's what that's the thing, too, by the way, is that like what's been, I think, so scary to me in the last year is not even like the government or the corporations. I mean, obviously those are horrible, but just average people that will just believe absolutely anything that they're told and would literally be the first ones to push you into the train tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's now the, it's the authoritarian left is, is now at the helm. I'll tell you what you get You're to say in Canada, on the internet. Right? Oh yeah, there are elections actually today. Yeah, I voted conservative. Oh, I actually that's voted. Right, I forgot. I actually voted liberal last election, but I voted conservative because I think for me, um, yeah, I just there was too many personal values that started to. to just kind of go. Like I, I don't. I, I'm vaccinated. I'm not for the vax passport. I think it's going to fray social bonds. I don't think it's going to work. 
And then like also our internet censorship, I mean, and you're, and you're, you know that intimately, we had a bill floated called Bill C-10 where they tried to censor the internet. And it was basically because one of the heritage ministers said his friends didn't want to run for politics because they were scared of the hate on the internet. And so therefore he's oh going to police God. the entire speech for the country. And they were going to have a tribunal where if you said something bad on social media, you'd be dragged in front of the tribunal and potentially fined in jail time. Uh, we already, ha- and the craziest part is like, we already have hate speech laws in Canada to cover this stuff. So this is just another encroachment. And I think that was kind of what pushed me over. I was like, I just feel the walls coming in. Mm-hmm. See, and that's why I think that it really does ultimately matter. That as horrible as the conservative party, whether it's Canada or the U S no matter how horrible the conservative party is, you have to vote for them. They yeah. suck. So let's just like come together and make them suck less is what I, is kind of my view. Um, here, I hope to God it's not Trump next time, but do you think it's I'm gonna, sort of preparing myself for you, the fact that he's going to run anyway? He's going to run. He's 100% going to run. Someone like that doesn't just, doesn't uh, just roll over. I can't. I can't. I can't take another one. I can't. Well, I, I, I don't – it really – There's. I just don't understand how you have 350 million people and your back-to-back presidents were Joe Biden and Trump. Like <laughs> one of them is a corpse and the other one's a con man. Like it's just, it's just absurd to me. I mean I think he was very – I think he was, you know, up until his last year in office, I think he was pretty great. Um I was very excited to vote for him last time, but I, I don't like what he's done since then. I don't like how he hasn't stood up for a bunch of stuff. He didn't do anything about uh, censorship online. And I've been saying it's funny, like if people watch I made a video when I was first banned from Twitter maybe two years ago or something. Um, and I said I was like, they will ban Trump. They will ban like I said, I'm like, this is the most important issue and nobody's doing anything about it. And I hate to say I told you so, but I friggin' told you so. Do you think if the Republicans get in, they're going to start uh, cracking down on big tech? No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but I tried to be positive. My friend told will. me I have to be more positive on the show, so I just tried to be more positive. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost rhetorical at might, some point. So, yeah. Look, I think like a cowardly, stupid, imperfect friend or acquaintance is better than a sworn enemy you know what's interesting is i i I really do like taking tons of political stuff all over and i i noticed there was this interesting group like do you know chris hedges is why do i know that name why am i he's like so he used to work for the new york times and then he basically told them the iraq war was fake and they fired him which it was fake (laughs) Oh, we all yeah, know yeah. Yeah, I remember. So now he's like, he's an author. He's super far left, but like, he's really smart. And I, I like a lot of his stuff. And uh, he was against Trump being removed from social media. And, you know, there was a lot of liberals that were like more center people that were like, yeah, you get it. Like, get him, take him down. And then he was against it. And he said the very reason he said, um, because these people control our speech now mm-hmm. and there's no process mm-hmm. to go through. And like, they know everything about us. We know nothing about them and they just can remove. And, and I, this has been my point with the censorship. But like, I get so angry at the left. And I was like, guys, sense, cheering on censorship is a real problem. And I see the same people get mad that Palestinians now are censored. And I go, I uh, told you so. Hmm. Anyone who's a threat no, to, mean, the, to them will eventually get centered, censored, which will be your favorite podcaster, 
anyone who's interesting or spicy is going to get removed. And it's like you're going to be left with this flavorless world that is unexciting. And they just want to change these things into like a mall. Like you just shop on Instagram. Yes. Um, and what, what I've come to realize, too, is that it's kind of deliberate. The people that they allow to stick around on the right, like a lot of these blue check marks, you know. I don't know. I've kind of like the Taliban kind of realized like, the past couple he, weeks. You were removed from Twitter. The Taliban's on there. David Duke is on there. Do you know David Duke is like the head of the mm-hmm. KKK. Like, oh, oh yeah. These people are, and he, but he's a threat with what? Calling someone a moron. <laughs> but they know, but they want to keep that alive. They want to create this false dichotomy and make you think that either you're a radical leftist or you're a white supremacist. They want to keep that alive and keep that, that perspective out there. So, it, you know, uh, to them, a kind of moderate person is much more dangerous than right. an actual white supremacist yeah. is. Um, no, but what I was going to say is, uh, I don't know, I've, I've been realizing the past couple of weeks, I feel like I'm kind of blacklisted from most, like, right-leaning groups and events and stuff like that. Oh, why? Because people like that, because the people that will never have to worry about being banned, the people who are untouchable are the ones who don't think for themselves and just say what they're told and you know yeah. will never have their own opinion basically well i said like these like it, turning point yeah, it's very and, lucrative to just like candace owens is just like confirmation bias on steroids like oh, it's such an asshole by the way of course i i imagine <laughs> i trust she's been saying the virus is fake for about a year i mean she's a lunatic but i listen every once in a while she'll say something and i'll be like yeah she's got a point i think how the left treats black people she has a point and you know intimate knowledge oh, yeah. but like these i always encourage people to like i mean you, you're a contrarian free thinker that's it's very obvious so it's like i i encourage people i'm like guys you got to take in all kinds of information because if you just follow candace owens because it makes you comfortable to be fed the same lie over and over that's not a very full life like that's just like you're yeah. just like you're a drone now you're 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 basically the algorithm has won and is just yeah. controlling you now yeah, I'll get like there's, you know, I should say, because I, you know, most of 2020, I was traveling, doing all these speaking events and stuff. And I, I did my part. I worked my ass off trying to get Orange Man in office. So. Right. Um, but, you know, so I will say like 99% of the Trump supporters I've met are amazing, amazing people. However, there is this very annoying 1% of them that just thinks he walks on water. They do not want to hear any criticism of him. And uh, even during the election, like when there was that first debate and I went online after I was like, what the hell was that? That was just like the disaster of all disasters. What was he thinking? And gave my honest opinion. I, of course, get all these people like I am unfollowing you today. You're really a leftist. You're, you know, yeah, because people want to be they, they want to be comfortable at all times. They don't want to be it's like creature mm-hmm. comforts. Right. You just want to be like ideologically comfortable. And listen, it's very fucking lucrative to do that. If I was smart, I would just go hard exactly. one way. But I can't. I just yep, speak exactly. my mind. Like, it'll probably leave me homeless. <laughs> I know, Sam. <laughs> Damn it. You know, but I think Bill, like, Bill Maher's been interesting. He's pretty liberal, and, like, he's kind of moved to the center more. And he said the other day, they're like, why you always, all you do now is you criticize liberals. And he was like, because you guys are fucking crazy. It's like, you guys have lost yeah. your mind. And I do see, like, I mean, I see so many people just, like, losing their mind to the point where, like, I remember during the BLM stuff, like, I remember these guys I followed, they just kept 
posting their black friend like all the time like they would like post photos of them with their black friend and they're like we're fighting for him and then the next day they'd be like hanging out with him like almost like a like a tokenism like they had him like this like oh, they'd yeah. be like yeah and i was like this is so disgusting and i think what for me it's like fuck? because <laughs> they don't want they just oh, want to people just want to fit in right so they're just looking for a tribe and someone to tell them they're okay and it's crazy the lengths people go. Like, mask selfie in your apartment. Why? What are you in doing? In the car. <laughs> in the car. <laughs> God, I uh, I went on a date. Uh, I don't know. Yes, this is what I love. Months ago. <laughs> go, Mike, go. I this guy. <laughs> we went to the park. Oh, he, like, starts talking about masks or something, which... First of all, let me just say that the fact that like the non-left or the right never stood up to the masks is what brought all of this on. They still will not speak up to the masks. I am the mo- I'm not I'm not anti-mask. I'm pro-face. Right, right. So enough yeah, with the masks. Yeah, good one. <laughs> but so anyway, he starts screaming about masks, and I'm like, I will not wear one, and like it gets really nasty or whatever. So finally, he's like calling an Uber, and he's all pissy. So I watch. So he's like putting his mask on. It flies off his face. The wind. Blows it down. It lands in one of those like dirt tree areas where dogs piss. He <laughs> picks it up, puts it back on his face. Oh, oh my god! But health, but health and safety and all. Yeah, oh. uh, it's the mask is very interesting because I just care about empirical data so like I, I i don't really get swayed i just kind of like so in the beginning i was like first thing i noticed was like i was looking at all these flu studies from like years back showing that the mask didn't work to stop the spread of the flu this is like before covid so then i was just logically that was the first part where i was like let's say a red pill i was like the first part where i was like wait a minute if it can't stop the flu and we're acknowledging that then like how is it going to stop covid and then I started talking to different doctors and they were like, oh, yeah, that mask doesn't do anything. And then I kept seeing like I would just dig like Twitter, Reddit. I would just like, you know, free thinker people. And I would just see like efficacy of cloth masks. And there were so many studies just saying like I think I, I don't agree that it doesn't do anything, but it does very, very little is what I will say. I'm not saying it does absolutely nothing, but I think the little benefit that might come from it, mm-hmm. we should be weighing that in terms of all the many costs of it, especially with children in terms of their development, in terms of so many things, and in terms of the culture that it's creating. Correct, yeah. So there should we should at least be able – that's what bothers me the most, by the way, is that it's like the entire population has just agreed to all of these things without asking a single question, without even saying, okay, well, how long will this last? What are the metrics for when this can end? What's the real uh, efficacy of masks versus the cost of it? What's like the cost-benefit analysis of it? Nope, not one qu- – it's like they're okay with this just going on for the rest of their lives, covering their faces for the rest of their lives – and there's no curiosity even for what it's actually doing. It's also very uh, place specific. I was just talking about I was in San Diego and they have less vaccination rates than where I live in Ontario. And uh, 75 year olds, 80 year olds, no masks in stores, no mask at lunch, hugging, kissing. There were no masks. I just would walk around places and there were no masks. And I was like, it's the same vaccine as I talk. <laughs> like this is cultural at this point, right? <laughs> Yeah, of course. It's like their religious garment to yeah. signal that they're part of the cult. <laughs> they're so <laughs> so. Do you, in New York, what's the rules, and and do you get yelled at for breaking them? I mean, I I refuse. I, the only time I'll ever put a damn mask on is on a plane because I just don't know 
I don't see an alternative. But other than that, I will not wear it. I will not. I th- and I think this is what everyone needed who isn't uh, everyone on like, I don't really like to say the right, just the non-left, because I really do think it's just like the authoritarian left versus everyone right now. So I wish that this is what everyone would do is like if there would have been um, a cost to businesses for requiring this stuff. If they would have lost money requiring it, it, this would be done by now. But people just comply. They just don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to upset anyone. So, you know, for example, if there are stores that require them, I will not shop there. If I have to walk further to go to the store or whatever, then I'll walk further. But so by this point, I kind of know the places that I'll avoid. But, you know, if I'm in an Uber and he says put on a mask, I'll just get out and say no. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the thing is yeah. it's such, it, these are such small sacrifices that people can make too to walk a couple blocks more to the other store, take a different, like, these are such small sacrifices when you consider how many people, especially think of like women in the Middle East or whatever, who have like given their lives for the bodily autonomy to not have to cover their faces up. And these motherfuckers can't be bothered to like stand up to some like 300 pound Karen at the grocery store oh I know I imagine you getting in one of those fights and I would see it on one of those sites and I'd be like there he is six bus posting yeah, by Carlo six bus <laughs> have you gotten in screaming matches because I did tell a woman to of fuck course. off the other day it just came right yes. out of my mouth I I came back from San, I came back from San Diego and obviously like you know sunshine but also just like healthy people this is the other factor no one talks about it's just like vaccine or therapeutic it's like also 80 percent of the people in the hospital are fat so like the fact that no one talks about that is kind of ridiculous but like i'm there you know open and i i agree with what you're saying in terms of people don't realize the cost meaning like it's an impediment to conversation you can't verbally read people properly and it's just this weird barrier between your fellow man and so i came back and i don't wear it on public transit so i was on uh the subway without it (laughs) And uh, this woman started yelling at me. I didn't really hear her because I was listening to the podcast, like this podcast. And I was listening to her. And then she's like, you're listening to yourself. I know. But I try to improve. <laughs> all right. Also, I, I do laugh at my own shit. But she was like, I was talk- she's looking at me. And I just heard like, just kind of like, and I realized she was talking to me. And I did just turn to her and tell her to fuck off. Whoa. Like, yes. that's just, what everyone needs to i just do. did Thank i was like you. i'm not we're at 80 percent vaccinated i'm not doing this forever i'll move like i, I do but i just i just it just came out of me and then she kind of looked at me like just shocked because that's the other thing about candidates like everyone's so woke and polite so you can like use it to your advantage because you go on the subway you're like oh no one ever will ever call me out and no one's called me out for like two months, but she just like was the first person. And I was like, maybe I taught her to like leave me alone again. Also, you don't know if you have a medical exemption. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, I think um, here it's funny, like uh, on the train and stuff. I think these people are so used to just everyone going along. They're not used to being called out. They're not used to someone. You know, it's a typical bully mentality that when you stand up to a bully, they fold like a card table and start crying. That's exactly what happens with these people. So usually on the train, people won't typically say anything. They'll just be like staring at me and shaking and I can see their thought bubble over their head. But (laughs) what do you think? Head is exploding. What do you think is – because I always – because I call this like it's this thing that in – I would say 90% of people don't really know what their opinions are because I call it the push. So someone says J.K. Rowling's transphobic and you go, why? And you push them and 90% of people don't even know what they're talking about. Like I do this all the time. They'll go, that's right wing. And I'm like, why? And then they can't explain it. So it's like 
I guess I'm trying to think about like her, the her or him, like their whatever their logic is on the subway. So like they're sitting there fully vaccinated, which the CDC stats show you have a higher chance of dying in a car accident if you're fully vaccinated of COVID. Okay, so it's like that's where they're at. Plus they added a mask. Plus they then are of the belief that they don't have to walk in a society with contagious things, something they did for most of their life. So like. Is that not an anti-vax stance? Like, they're saying, they're believing you should wear a mask because you're going to give them COVID. Well, like, then are you saying the mask doesn't work? And then are you also saying the vaccine doesn't work? That, that That's the thing, though, is, like, they've put, I mean, it's like, you know, I don't know, they're just like zombies. It's, they haven't put any of this thought into right. it. They haven't asked any questions. They are so caught off guard when you ask them a question. Um it's funny. I was actually telling my dad this that I was like because somebody told him, "Oh, they they saw a video of me in front of a swastika and there were swastika." And I told him I was like, "Dad, do me a favor. Whenever somebody comes to you with this bullshit, just keep pushing them and just keep asking questions. Right. Be like, "Cool, show me." That's all you have to say. I was like, "Just say cool, show me." Um and so he did that. He was like, "Oh, cool, show me this video." And then of course the guy was like, Oh, well, uh, I, I don't remember where it was, but I know I saw it. I'm like, uh-huh, cool. So you just have to keep pushing yeah. and asking them questions, and you'll you see their heads explode, and their brain will start melting. I feel like that's a trick that some people use against conservatives. They just say they're either, like, white supremacists, white nationalists, because they, like, believe in the border or something like that. Like, is that a trick that people do with you? They're like, oh, Mike, that white nationalist. Of course, oh, um, God. but I, but I love, but the thing is I've, I've always for years now been trying to get through to people that like, this has nothing to do with race. It is not about race. And I love that we're, we're getting a real time demonstration of that in the last couple of weeks with Larry Elder, with Nicki Minaj that you see, that's just, um, you know, it's like these people are just con artists and identity is their snake oil. It's a very effective manipulative tactic and the reason for that is that the vast majority of people hate racism the vast majority of people are not racists are not homophobic are not any of these things um and that's why it's allowed them to gain so much power in using that well the other argument i heard um, was yeah. when trump like gained with every minority group during the election mm -hmm. I was except like for white men, right? White except men. right, except white men, and then it's like he, it's like oh, this is all this is all white nationalism it has nothing to do with the yeah. fact that like Hillary Clinton's a crook, and like whatever. <laughs> so it's nothing. It's nothing to do with that. And it, and then it's like ha so. Then I I said to someone the other day again, like the push I call it, and I'm like okay, so he gained with every that. minority group, and you think that's all what because of white nationalism? And then this is what I heard. Ready? This is the. I mean, this is when this shit really falls apart. So I heard that, no, 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 it's because it's white supremacy is working through the minorities, right? So that, like, when when black on Asian crime, no, that's actually white, like, privilege working through and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, so wait a minute. So let's take that another step. So you're saying that, like, these people can't even, these minorities, like Nicki Minaj, can't even think for themselves. They basically, like... They just have to, they're only guided by white nationalism that they somehow absorb, but they have no agency. And it's like when Biden said in that interview, he was like, dude, you're black. You you can't vote for Trump. <laughs> you're basically saying no black person. No, 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 no agency, no unapproved opinions. Like mm -hmm. this is, it, it's like they're tools for them. 
Yeah, oh, of course. But um, that honestly was one of many depressing realizations for me after 2020 is that I spent so long trying to talk facts to people and trying to persuade people. And, stuff, and it's like, it's pointless. These people are just <laughs> yeah. totally gone. Yeah. Like I, at this point, I have no interest in trying to change minds. I have no interest in trying to get along with these people. I just don't want them anywhere near me. I'm well, going to Texas. Um, <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> but well, what I was going to say, though, is look at this shit, though. Isn't it like th- that's what I was trying to say for all of 2020 is that, you know, they've been screaming about race and black people and all this for years. So let's look at Biden's record. This is the person who was an architect of mass incarceration, who was an architect of the war on drugs, who uh, passed the bankruptcy bill, who passed so many bills that led to what everything that happened in the 2008 recession that led to the middle class losing their homes. And as for half a century, screwed over every minority group, black people, gay people, time after time after time. And they don't care. They don't care. I mean, there's literally a video of Joe Biden on the Senate floor when he passed one of his crime bills saying the only thing we don't do in this bill is hang people for jaywalking. <laughs> well, and remember when Tulsi remember when Tulsi Gabbard called out um, Kamala Harris at the debates, basically saying like you threw thousands of uh, black men in jail for marijuana, and she also was tied to uh, helping cops get off that planted drugs. So it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of but I think I think the Democrats did such an effective job of saying that like, yeah, but white nationalism like that's Trump. Oh. Right. And people fall for fear very easily. That's like the easiest way to manipulate people. So I see this all happening and I just sort of I'm like, I don't know. But then then I guess their defense is like, well, then who else? I only had Biden or Trump. Well, one of those, one of these is not like the other. (laughs) And I'm saying this is somebody who is very pissed off at him, does not want him to run again. But like, there's to me, there's no decision to be made between the two. I mean, first of all, one of them is a sentient human being and the other is a court. (laughs) God, at this point, like unpopular opinion. But at this point, I would take Hillary any day over Biden. I mean, at least she's a sentient human. My favorite one is I said, he's like, I was on some idiot podcast, MSNBC confirmation bias person. And he was like, I was talking to him and he's like, he's like, there's no T he's, there's no deep state. And I was like, dude, I don't even need to like engage uh, with this. Cause like, <laughs> just read a book. Like, yeah. so, so get, let me get this straight. Jeffrey Epstein, his cellmate was removed. He was on suicide watch. Also, both the cameras broke. Also, both the security guards fell asleep in, in a man who had all the secrets of all the most powerful people in the world. And there's no deep state that just was allowed to happen. And the same thing happened with McAfee. McAfee, yeah, he yeah, he mean, died uh, the same way. It's he, like open your mind. Have a, two, a tattoo saying, "I will not commit suicide." Yeah, yeah. yeah he tweeted about it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's but not write too mean, much. <laughs> My friend told me to get more positive at the show, and I'm like, murderers everywhere. They're all murderers. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is positive nowadays? There's nothing. <laughs> I know it's true. I got I got to look for something. Okay, so before we go, I just want to ask you if if. Um, what's the case? I know you were involved with the walk away movement, which is where, is it LGBT people walking away from the democratic party, right? No, well, it's everyone. It's, uh, not, you know, we sort of, um, have a focus on different minority groups and we have like, uh, LGBT debates in town halls and then ones with like different voices of black community and Hispanic. So it's, but it's everyone basically. And so what is the case? If I'm listening and I'm a young gay person 
not in the TikTok algorithm, which is probably teaching me that there's 406 genders right now. But if I'm oh, a free God. thinking person and I'm like trying to figure out life, what is the sell? Like, what would you say to that person to walk away from the Democratic Party? <laughs> uh, mainly, I would say you were not put on this earth to be a slave to anyone else, to be told what you can say, what you can think, what you can do, who you have to be, especially if you're any sort of minority, because, you know, uh, minorities in America and in the world have uh, overcome so much that I feel like black people, gay people, et cetera, did not overcome all of that just so that these white liberal motherfuckers could tell them who to be and what to think. Um, these people want to control every aspect of your life down to what you can do down to when you can leave your house down to making you cover your face up. Um, so I would just say like, just ask questions, just look into things that you always thought to be true. And you'll find out that a lot of them aren't. You sound a Um, lot more libertarian than conservative. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, libertarianism Uh, is kind of stupid because when you see it through to its logical conclusion, it doesn't really work. It's like private street stoplights. Like, it's just, it's absurd. Um, Yeah, no. Uh, No, I don't know. I'm not really in anything. I'm I'm not a conservative. Uh, I am a Republican. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think... (laughs) I should be considered a liberal, but, you know, I mean, I I've, I have friends who sort of try to reclaim that word. I don't even bother. I'm like, I think the word is lost. But <laughs> a lot of things that a lot of things with my views, like, haven't really changed. Like, back when I was a liberal, I was against sort of corporatism and all of the and the deep state and all of these things. But it's just the sides that are because right now being on the left it just means that you, you know, have your lips surgically attached to the asses of authority figures you're like a glenn greenwald is how i would probably describe you oh thank you i love glenn i do love glenn i love him he has principles oh my god that's that's way too it's so funny how many liberals like how many liberals go after glenn greenwald for like the same principles they held five years ago he's just stayed consistent and they're like what happened to you and i was like what happened to you you're like a talking you're like a mouthpiece for the security state now yeah, I know. And um, well, that's another thing, too, that I would say to people questioning it is that um, I would really say if you look at all of this like woke bullshit and all of their identitarian bullshit, I would just say, where are things better off because of this? What has been the net benefit of all of these things? Are people more united? Are people getting along better? Are people having better outcomes? No, 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 no. So if you guys really cared about what's best for these different groups. Maybe it's time to try something else. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe separating I'm a little, sca- I'm a little scared the of the Republicans. I'll be honest <laughs> as well. I'm scared of everyone. Why? They do nothing. What I, are you afraid of? They're going to, their position on climate change, their, their, position, nap? their position on climate change is just comical. I can't, I think that one's too much for me. It's comical. You know, I have to be honest. I Don't say you don't believe in climate change. Issue. I'll blow my brain. No, so. I was going to say, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, I was going to say that's kind of the one issue that I have no opinion that I'm kind of undecided because I do think environmentalism is important and they clearly have no any no policy on it. But at this point, I mean, I feel like we can't give an inch to these people after what they've done last year. They're already saying we need to have climate lockups and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I would be a bit nervous about giving them any power for anything, climate change, anything. 
Well, if they're if the left's going to stay deferential to the government, it's probably going to turn a lot of people off. I don't know. Depends how scared they are of COVID. It's really oh, divided really? though. Like I you mean, look at oh, the polling, God. it's like right down the middle. Like even Biden's like approval and like handling of like it's pretty it's pretty very divided country. I mean, I don't know how it could not be. Look at everything that they say. Like the unvaccinated, we're going to protect you from the unvaccinated. Oh, and that's another thing, too, is that, you know, for the past couple of years, we've been told we've been told math is racist. We've been told time is racist. We've been told everything in the world is racist, except now segregating 67 percent of black people from society in my city. That's not racist. Yeah, where's Black Lives Matter for that? It's so funny how these things fall apart. It's almost eh? like, like they're yeah. It's yeah, I know. It's uh, the one woman she bought like four homes. Remember we talked yeah, about yeah, her. Yeah, I was like, the, of course. It's like AOC. The leader, leader. AOC's like tax yeah. the rich, and she's like partying with gazillionaires. Her her dress designer owes taxes now to the government. Thousand dollars. And you're just like, yeah. dude, it's just <laughs> such a bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, Mike, this has been great. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Do you have something to say? Yes, we go. this is amazing. Oh no, I, I love how you're just smoking like a badass. <laughs> <laughs> you're like an action figure, I, I like did. Republican Mike, and you just pull it like just fucking cigarettes. I love it. Free market, I baby. Quit. I did quit. I did quit, but I'm on vacation. So. Oh, perfect. Are you? Are you? Oh, so you not in New York right now? No, I am, but my friend uh, went away for a week, and she has this amazing apartment, and was like, "Can you want to stay there?" I was like, "Yes, I want to stay there." So, so she left cigarettes. You should so have I'm a like... guy. You should have a guy over and put, not like be like a liberal guy over, but then right when you're coming, just like if you're the top, just be like in his ear, be like, "I voted Trump." <laughs> do it. I kind of love that idea. Yeah, do it. Right when I said okay, that, his thing started that. out of focus. Learning, yeah. Your laptop got all fucked up again. It's a song. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're monitoring you. They are monitoring. He's on so many shit lists. Like, he posted a wall on Instagram and got kicked off today. Oh, my God. Like, who did you I piss off? I'm telling you, it's some bitchy gay guy. I guarantee you. 100%. He, like, he follows back. you around every time you try to get access back. Yeah. What a fucked up world it is. Like, these, like, young people have so much power. Just, like, removing people from the internet. Jesus. Yikes. I'll, no, be, I'll be kicked off soon. I literally posted on there. I was like, I wonder if I'll get banned for posting a picture of the wall. And you got, and banned. got banned. Yeah, I think they're probably just put like a tag on your account. Something happened to my account too. Like as after I start getting more edgy, like all this stuff's happened to my account where I'm just like, whatever. I mean, we start putting the show on Rumble because like, I mean, there's some real Nazis on there and I'd like to avoid them finding out about the show. But besides yeah, that, yeah, yeah. um, I don't know. I'm just like, let's try and pick up audience in different places. Like, let's find some libertarian leaning, like, kind of yeah. different kinds of people. But then also a lot of liberal people listen to the show, too. So it's like something for everyone. Rum- Anyways. Rumble.com slash I really... the podcast. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, we don't need to plug it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> okay. What are your final words, Mike, before your cigarette burns out? <laughs> just that i really hope that uh you know it's not about being conservative it's not about being a republican you be whatever the hell you want think for yourself but i really do think like you said it's that 20 percent, and everyone all of the corporations and all the puppet masters you know just with their hand up their asses going like this it is that radical authoritarian left against everyone we need to come together we need to start standing up to this because if not now when i right. mean if you look at europe people are taking to the streets in the millions so 
wake the hell up, Americans. I don't know where you are, but, you know, we got to come together and stand up for this or there's going to be nothing left pretty soon. You should run against AOC. <laughs> and wear, and wear she, the dress uh, better than you. <laughs> her uh, her district starts a block away from me. You know who my congresswoman is? is by it, the wait, way? hold on. That woman? Wait, hold on, hold on. I know who's running against her. Uh, I'm a huge fan. No, I mean, she's a little nuts politically, but entertaining wise, I'm a <laughs> big fan. Is Tina Forty? She's running. Tina Forty. Oh, my you've God. never lived. Tina Forty is this insane woman. She's from Long Island or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and she just drives in her car ranting about liberals. And she's like, she's a, she goes, "Fuck out of here, yeah. Trump twenty twenty, motherfucker." Oh, yeah. So look her up, Tina Forty, F O R, yeah, F O R T E. No, no, she's I, running against. I think it's just Forty Numerical on Twitter. Oh yeah, you'll Tina find 40, it. Yeah. Trust me, you'll find it. You can't miss it. <laughs> you can't miss it. <laughs> but she's like, look her up. But she's running against AOC. Let me check that out. Um, you know who my congresswoman is? That woman in the dress that said equal rights for women with all the masks held behind her? That's yeah. my friggin' congresswoman. Oh, did you see that photo? Where they Thanks, all, all the elites all the elites were maskless because yeah. they have they breathe different air. Of they're course. sophisticated. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they're behind there's all the staff who all have to wear a mask. Yeah. And it's like it's like Versailles. Yeah. It's like the elites just like, oh, the underclass, they're dirty. Fucked they up. had the uh, they had the Emmys last night. Not a mask in sight. Yeah. Oh wow. They don't care, man. I don't fall for this stuff. Like when wow. when rich and powerful people tell me how to live, I'm like, you're not even living like that. Like you're all on yachts. Obama's having a party. Mm-hmm. Like they don't care about you. Like yeah. anyway, but that's my positive ending to the show. They don't care about <laughs> you. No one cares about you. <laughs> so Mike, everything can- sucks. <laughs> yeah. Where can people find you that you'll be banned from in a week? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm banned from Twitter, so I would never make a different Twitter because that would be breaking the rules. So I'm not on Twitter, but Not Mike Harlow is on Twitter. Mm. So you can go (laughs) to Not Mike Harlow on Twitter. Um, Are you on like Getter, Parler, all those other ones? No, I hate that shit. Yeah. I mean, I think I still have a... Is Parler even still around? Yeah, they came back. I can't stand these, like, conservative apps, by the way, that looks like they were made on, like, AOL GeoCities yeah. in 1998. <laughs> um, Rumble's like... No, that. I yeah. hate that shit. <laughs> Rumble's like 2006 um, YouTube now. I have... I made a backup Instagram. It's Mikey underscore back it up. Okay. All <laughs> right. That's gonna be my only one. I need to change because I'm like embarrassed telling people that's my Instagram name. But. It's I hate how everyone. Uh, this comedian in Toronto got banned from Instagram. His name's Ben Ben Bankus. He's just funny. Yeah. He got on some shit list, and they were like targeting him. And I'm just like, it, it's crazy how many people just cheer this on. Like then the next time you log into your Instagram, it's just gonna be someone selling you slim tea yeah, and like yeah, yeah. static photos, and that's it. So that's literally what it is. It's, you know, a bunch of a bunch of radical leftists and then a bunch of fucking turning point USA zombies saying no socialism. <laughs> oh, turning point. <laughs> I know. God. I, I heard one of those uh, neocon daily caller dudes. I mean, like, that's the other thing with the the right. They're such nut jobs. He was like, uh, we should we, we already tax the rich too much. We should tax the poor more. And I was oh, just like, wow. dude, this is like sociopathic at this point. Like, <laughs> we should tax the but that, but those, Like I said, those are the people who will never get banned. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're fun. They that's what it is. Like yeah. They're see. Maybe that's con- it. Contradicts what I said because they're fun to some other people right. in like a crazy way, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Are anyway. they? 
I don't. It, Maybe in an ironic way. Yeah, just yeah. entertaining wise, yeah. But anyway, okay. Thanks, Mike, so much. So we'll put. So we put that in the show thanks notes. So much. The yeah, social yeah. media. Okay. Yeah. So if you guys click it and it says removed, I mean we've been <laughs> through it. Yeah. Like I don't know. Um, I'm uh, I'm banned from Facebook now for another month because I told someone they better not give me spoilers for Halloween Kills. You were banned for that reason. Oh wow. Okay, yep. someone hates you. You you fucked someone over like in some way. Yeah, one of your ex-boyfriends. Yeah. Say I fucked someone. No, you but them if after you, and they work at one. maybe honestly, maybe that's not like a crazy thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I have so many enemies. I'm gonna get removed. That's fine. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Mike. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. This is awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. Talk to you later.